Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of A Bunch of BS. This is episode number two and today we have a very, very interesting show. Let me tell you something. I wanted to keep the show a little bit more positive today. I really did. I really wanted to. I really wanted to talk about fun you know, fun things. I didn't really want to diss on anybody since I dissed on horse women yesterday. But, you know, people just make it, let me just tell you, people make it hard not to make fun of people. Is that true, right? Like some some people should be, like, listen, if I got mad and upset every time one of my friends made an unemployment joke, I would just be pathetic, man. I'm unemployed. You should make those jokes. I'm giving you an opportunity. Well, let me tell you about my day today. So we're going to go right into my employment update, my job updates. As a lot of you know, if you watched yesterday's episode, I don't have a job right now. I talked about how I'm a 20, I don't want to be a 20-year-old life coach because you shouldn't be taking advice from me. But today I had a job interview, really good stuff. I really thought it was going to be good. But this was the only job that I didn't look at the Glassdoor reviews. Now, if you haven't looked at Glassdoor reviews, I have to be honest with you, Glassdoor might be the best website in the world if you're looking for a job. I'm not an affiliate. I don't even have enough fans to be an affiliate. I mean, I would make $0 being an affiliate. I'm just being honest with you. Glassdoor is literally the greatest place in the world. Well, this job, I decided not to look into the Glassdoor you know, reviews. So I got to the job interview today. I was feeling really excited about it. It was a great opportunity. It looked like a great job working for a super fun company. And I get there and I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be cool. I'm kind of a building nerd. So I like if like if it's in a nice building then I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome. So the building's kind of nice. I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. I get into the front doors and you can already tell that this place is as boring as it gets, okay? I walk in and I literally see a secretary like who looked like she probably wanted to do anything but be there. Uh, everybody that was walking in were just they just didn't even look excited about their lives. Like they looked like they had nothing exciting, you know, nothing to be excited about. Like I had a smile on my face and people looked at me like I was an idiot. I was like smiling. I'm like, how's it going? And the guy's like, ugh, run, run. I should have ran. I should have listened to him. Okay, that really didn't happen. But I guarantee they looked at me and they're like, oh, there goes another soul. Another soul is going to be sucked away in this horrible, horrible place. Okay, so I get there and this is all going through my head. I'm like, uh, it kind of seems a little boring, kind of seems a little dull. But hey, I'm unemployed and I should have a job. I need a job. So I get into, I take an elevator up. Now, let me tell you about the elevator. I get into the elevator and it's like I get, got into a fumigated elevator, okay? There's like these, I don't know. I don't know anything about elevators. As you know, this is shows just a bunch of BS, right? So I get into this, sh- this elevator and there's just blue blankets all around. I'm like, what is going on? Okay, so I get in there. I'm like, oh, I'm probably taking a bad elevator. I'm probably going to get stuck. This is all going through my head. Okay, so it's going through my head. I'm like, um, maybe I shouldn't be on this elevator. What if I get stuck? What if I can't make it to my job interview? Turns out the elevator works, okay? So I get to the top of the elevator and I go and I walk through 
and I get to this company, and I would love to tell you what this company was named because I totally want to diss on them, but I guess I'll be somewhat respectful. So I get into this building, right, and the front desk is there. Now, think of like a boring office, right? Like there's cubicles. Um, now listen, it doesn't matter just about the office, right? It's more about the people who work in the office, but like I said, I'm a design, I'm an office nerd. I was a real estate agent, so I think the way that a environment looks is very important. So I get in this place, and it's so boring. It's so dull. They have flowers, in, like these fake flowers in vases everywhere. Like I couldn't tell if I was in a funeral home or in a business. And I was like, oh, my God. So I get there, and I stand at this front desk for a while. And now all of these offices are glass, okay? They're all glass, so they're just around. So there's people in these offices and they see me standing, they literally see me standing at the desk. Not one of them, not one of them says anything. They just keep walking, moving on with their day. I'm like, mm, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I need to make noise. I don't know. So what I decide to do, I decide to be, you know, questionable. Sue me. I decide to go ask questions. So I see people sitting in their glass offices, and I go and I knock on the door. And I, say, I, I didn't even knock. The door was open. I said, hey, I'm here for a job interview. Do you know who I talked to? The guy looks at me. This freaking idiot looks at me, and he goes, oh, just wait. We'll be with you. Now, remind you, my scheduled interview was at 10 o'clock in the morning this morning, 10 o'clock a.m. So I go in to do this interview, okay? And I'm super excited. Like, I'm excited to do this interview. I'm pretty good at talking to people. I have to be honest. I'm pretty good at talking to people. So I'm excited. The guy yells at me. I'm kind of like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be a pain on you. I'm sorry that I'm going to come work for your company. Excuse me. Sorry for being an asshole. Okay? That's kind of going through my head. So I go and I sit on the couch. I'm going through Instagram. And literally everybody, I kind of peek my head around the corners and Everybody looks like death in there, okay? Everybody looks like they want to literally open up the window and jump out. That's how many, oh, it just drove me nuts. And there's all these young people, okay? That's the sad part. It was all these young people. You're like, listen, I'm unemployed, okay? I'm making zero dollars. I'm trying to grow a podcast, okay? You guys all look worse than I look, okay? You guys all look worse. You guys look like you hate your jobs, Okay? And not to mention the one guy, he was at his little cubicle, he was eating powdered donuts, he would eat the powdered donuts, and then he'd stick his fingers in his mouth and like do the slurp off the powdered, it was disgusting. Okay, he's like, it's freaking gross, man. Okay, so I'm not very happy about that, okay? Now listen, he was probably just enjoying his donuts, I don't need to judge him, but I'm going to judge him because it's the worst place that I've ever been in my life. But let me get back to the story. So about 10 minutes later, it's about 10, 15, 10, 20 the guy who I had asked that got mad at me for asking comes out and he says, hey, let's do the interview. So uh, I get so mad even thinking about how stupid this guy was. So this guy takes me into his glass office, okay, a, like a bigwig. He's acting like he's a bigwig. You could tell that no one was occupying that glass office, but he acts like he's a bigwig. He's like, what? You know, he's like, hey, man, uh, I'm ready to interview you. <sighs> Freaking idiot. So... I go, I shake his hand. I'm like, I'm Brody. Nice to meet you. And he's like, yeah, 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 you too, you know. And he goes, um, he goes, tell me a little bit about yourself. And I said, well, you know, I'm a pretty energetic guy. So I'm like, you know, I grew up in a super small town. Um, 
grew up in a super small town, kind of doing this and this and this, blah, 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 right? Do the whole thing, right? And when I was telling him, I said, I don't know if you've ever been to my super small town. It's called the Flaming Gore. You ever been there? And the guy looks at me and he's like, does it matter if I've been there? I'm like, dude, you asked me to tell, I'm sorry. I'm trying to create a little conversation between us, a little camaraderie. Okay, you idiot. Maybe you don't understand what camaraderie is. Okay, remind you, this is a sell job. And I can tell you, the guy that I was sitting across couldn't sell. Okay, let me think of the word. This, I don't want to use ice to an Eskimo, but this guy couldn't sell donuts to a fat homeless person. Okay, that's how stupid this guy was. Okay, so I'm sitting there. The guy keeps asking me. Okay, these questions. Okay, what makes you think, you know, what makes you think you're good at sales? Well, I've been in sales for two years. And that's what I say. I say, you know, I've been in sales for two years. I love sales jobs because you can make commission. You can do this. You can do this. I have my life insurance license. I have my real estate license. Blah, 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 blah. The guy's like, ugh. Like, he, he, the guy's like, ugh. I'm like, what? What's wrong? What, what did I do wrong? Okay. Is it because I'm a life insurance agent? Listen, I'm not that boring. Okay. This guy hates. We just didn't click it off, okay? Let's just say that. Well, this guy who thinks he's a bigwig then says, okay, let's do a practice sales call. And I say, okay, let's do a practice sales call. Now, if there's any salespeople listening out there, you know that in a sales call, it's kind of good to be like a little bit fun and energetic and exciting and, and create conversation and have conversation with people, right? Because people want to feel safe. People want to, you know, buy from their friends and all this kind of stuff, right? That's what they want to do. That's how I've always sold. And I've done pretty well, okay? Well, here's this guy, and I start selling. And, he, and, and you know, three seconds into it, the guy stops me and he's like, ugh, are you this proper and grammatically correct? Ugh, like an idiot. He asked me that. He says, are you grammatically correct? Right? Are you, artic are you this articulate? He's mad that I'm being articulate, okay? This idiot, this freaking uh, idiot is mad that I can communicate well and that I am actually articulate, okay? So he's sitting at his desk. He's an idiot. And he's like, oh, are you this articulate and proper all the time? Oh, yes. Yeah, sue me. Sue me that I'm not a complete and utter idiot. Okay? What do you want me to start doing? You want me to act like water boy? You want me to come in there like water boy and act like I can't do anything? Like I can't read? Like I'm not smart? Okay? So the guy goes, try and not be as proper. Okay? What I should have done is really listen to him. So what I did is I kind of like didn't pause at the – like I, I didn't pause really. I was kind of quick. Like I wasn't properly talking. The guy stops me again for the second time, and he goes, okay, you know what? You can't do this. Here's a script to read. Okay, listen, I'm not trying to be cocky, but I know how to sell people. I know how to communicate. I know how to have conversations. That's one thing I can kind of do, okay? That's my one skill that I'm betting on with myself is I know how to communicate, okay? This guy goes, okay, read the script word for word. We don't like our salespeople to really go off the script. We don't like our salespeople to have conversations. They just need to go word for word. Well, here's this script. It's literally a page long, and for some reason this idiot, just because I'm sure he's the biggest oh, – I bet this guy – I just want to diss on this guy for a second. This guy, I guarantee you, is the more boring person in the world, okay? Like – I would rather go have a conversation with someone who designs
bridges for a living. Okay, a guy like that would be more fun. I would rather go have a conversation with a guy that I don't even know that sells staples at staples. Like I would rather have a conversation with anybody. This guy had to be the most boring, stupid person I've ever met in my life. And he sat at his desk and he acted like he's a bigwig. And so I start reading this script, okay? And you're trying to read and you're trying to have a sales. Now, if you're a salesperson, if you're just a human, you know that you've got to have a little bit of energy. You've got to be a little charismatic. You've got to do this. You've got to like try and build excitement. Well, I start building excitement and the guy stops me for the third time. And he goes, hey, listen, you're a little bit too excited. You're a little bit too exciting, okay? Old people are going to kind of be scared by this because he was an IT guy just to make it better, okay? So imagine this. Imagine a stupid person who works in an IT department, and that's who this guy was, okay? So I'm sitting there going through this interview. The guy stops me for the third time. Hey, you're a little bit too exciting. You're a little bit too exciting. You know, we have people call about our IT products. He's talking like this. We have people who, and he, and he's, and he can't talk. He's not a social guy. He's like socially awkward. So he's over there, his head's shaking, okay? Like, uh, you know, I've seen Parkinson's people who don't shake their heads as much as this guy was shaking his head when he talked to me, okay? This guy's shaking his head. You know, oh, uh, we have lawyers and doctors and uh, all these people call us, and you're just being a little too exciting right now. Okay, so let me stop you there. Right there, I'm going to call his bullshit. He told me I'm too articulate. If lawyers are calling you, do you think they want to talk to an idiot? I'm saying no. If doctors call you, do you think they want to talk to an idiot? No. Okay, so here's this guy telling me that I'm too exciting and I'm not articulate enough and that lawyers are going to be scared of me for actually wanting to have a conversation. Lawyers have conversations every day. A lot of lawyers who do a lot of big court cases would tell you that storytelling and communication is important. It's about being exciting. But here's this guy trying to tell me how to sell, and I guarantee he hasn't sold anything in his life. Such a freaking nerd. And so I say, okay, you know, I'll slow down. I'll do this. Well, I'm reading and God forbid, I accidentally might have missed a word reading word for word because I didn't think it was that exciting and thrilling. Okay? The script was so stupid. It was the worst script I've ever read in my life. Okay? Listen, it's the worst script that I've ever read in my life. Okay? So the guy's like, I can skip a word and make it a little bit more engaging. Sue me. Sue me for trying to stand out in my interview. Well, the guy goes and he says, oh, you can't even read word for word. I think we're done here. So he ends the interview and he's like, we'll, we'll get back to you and let you know. So we walk out of the office and this guy, I'm now mad. I'm now livid. And a part of me wants to go run through that office, bring a little excitement, Take the white powder donuts, throw them at this fat idiot, and be done. Okay? That's kind of what I want to do at this point. Like, I have a little bit of rage in my mind. I'm probably a little, you know, I probably have some issues there. I come out of that office, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's the worst interview I've ever done in my life. The guy walks out. He shakes my hand. By the way, he doesn't even shake my hand good. Okay? This guy can literally do nothing good. Okay? He can't talk good. He's trying to teach me on how to sell when he, when he clearly, he can't sell. He clearly couldn't sell if you had to. He could not sell. Like I said, this guy could not sell donuts to a homeless fat person. He just couldn't do it. And I'm not being rude. I'm not being rude. I'm being honest, okay? There's a difference between honesty and being rude. That's honest. If someone were to come to me and be like, uh, you know, like the other day. Okay, I'm going off on a rant. I'm so sorry. Let me finish this story. 
So we're going and we're doing this, okay? And I look back because I'm walking out and I look into this guy's office. Now, let me just expose what was in his office a little bit, okay? In his office, he had a boring desk, okay? There's some desks that are boring, and he had a boring desk. It was like that orange type of wood. He, you know, like, why not? Like, this guy, why not make him as boring and weird as possible, right? That's how you know his personality. He's just a boring, weird dude. And everybody, I'm sorry, maybe there were a couple nice people in that office, but I'm guessing everybody was messed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, I really would love to say their company name, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I told myself I won't do this. So I look into his office. What do I see? He has an orange colored desk. Okay. This guy has a McDonald's sack on his desk and I'm not dissing anybody who eats McDonald's. I've had McDonald's. Okay. It's good. But this guy, it just made sense, okay? And he had this flat brim hat on, and he had a horrible beard, and he's just, ugh. It's, he's making me mad think about it, okay? Anyways, I look back in his corner, and what does he have? The man has a full-on cupboard full of treats, of sugary treats, okay? Because I know that the only thing that can excite this idiot is Swedish fish and freaking treats, Okay? And he sucked, and I did not like this guy, and he's one of my least favorite people that I've ever met in my life. I would rather do anything else than go back to that place. And honestly, I feel bad for everybody that works there, but that was my experience today. Now, let me just tell you something that you might not know, because that story sounds like it probably lasted 30 minutes. Okay, the interview might have lasted an hour. Do you want to know what it lasted? It lasted exactly five minutes. And in five minutes, I know that if I would have ended up working there, I would have taken a pen from the front desk and jabbed it into my leg. I would have done everything I could to, honestly, I would have taken it to the extreme. Honestly, if I would have worked there, I don't know what I would have done. I really might have thought about, you know, doing drugs, to be honest with you. That's a key. I think that's interesting, right? I don't know. Maybe nobody else does this, but like sometimes I go into places and I'm like, you know, here, if I had to work here every day, I might do heroin. Ah, you know, if I had to work here every day, I might do cocaine. Okay, that's probably not okay to say on YouTube. I have a feeling that my YouTube channel is going to get flagged and I'm not going to get as many views because I'm saying things like this. Okay, but I probably would have started doing drugs if I had to work at this company. And the guy on my way out, this is the weird part about this, right? It sounds like a horrible interview. The guy on the way out says, uh, I'll have somebody reach out to you and see if we can make a deal happen. If that person reaches out to me today, I will definitely, probably, most likely leave a complaint, yell, I want to be full total Karen mode today. I'm going to be a full total Karen. I'm going to go on a glass door after this podcast. I'm going to leave a heinous review about what an idiot the interviewer was, what an idiot he is. I wonder what his family thinks of him. I bet he's that boring. I bet he's that weird guy at a family party. You know, when you go to a family party and there's always that weirdo nobody wants to talk about, I guarantee he's that guy. I guarantee he's that guy. God, I hated him. Well, that was my job interview experience today. And on a good note, I have a, two interviews tomorrow that I will update you on after they are done. So that's my experience today. Um, fascinating stuff. 
it was just it was so horribly bad today that I thought, you know what? I would rather go dead broke than work for a guy like that. But I'm leaving out the funniest part. Okay, the funniest part of the whole thing is is I then get into my car and I'm like, I didn't check Glassdoor for the reviews on this company. So I go and I look up the company and I'm checking Glassdoors and every single review is awful. And I think, ah, if I would have just done my research, I wouldn't have had to lose IQ, IQ numbers talking to this idiot who, I could go off on this guy. I could go off on this guy. Here's a lesson to everybody. I told you yesterday I couldn't give you advice. Here's my advice that I would give to anybody. Don't be an idiot, boring, fat loser like this guy that interviewed me today was. And your life will be better. Okay? God, that was horrible. I just... Listen. That was horrible. That was a lot. But that was my experience today, and I thought everybody should know about it, okay? I thought everybody should know that I am trying not to be an unemployed freak. Okay, enough about jobs. Let's get back to unemployment and fun thoughts. We're going to be talking about three famous people I would take on vacation. So I started thinking about this last night. I started thinking, okay, if I could go on vacation with three people, no rules apply, I can do whatever I want, nothing's going to happen, three famous people I'm taking. Now, when you're thinking about going on vacation, you have to be careful. You have to understand your personality. Okay, that's key number one. You've got to understand your personality. All of my friends know that I am not a partier. I don't really like to have fun. I'm kind of boring. So, I understand my personality. Okay? My personality is I'm not going to definitely do crazy shit the entire party. So I started thinking, okay, who are the three people, three famous people I would definitely take? And listen, I'm talking about bringing three people who, you know what, I would lose morals and values for, okay? I'm not a big component in doing drugs or anything like that, and I suggest many people don't. But I started thinking, okay, if I could go take three famous people, who would they be? Number one, I'm bringing Snoop Dogg. Everyone's going to be like, why would you bring Snoop Dogg? Because Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's the greatest guy in the world. If Snoop Dogg walked into my house. Now listen, a lot of my friends call me the most sober person alive because all I drink is coffee and water. That's all I drink. Okay, I don't really drink alcohol. I turn 21 next week. Uh, still don't know if I'll drink alcohol. I'm pretty boring. Okay, but if Snoop Dogg walked through my front door and Snoop was like, what up, brother? And he goes, hey, I got a joint. I'm going to be honest with you. I would smoke the joint. I'm going to be honest. I would basically I would basically lose all my values and morals for Snoop Dogg. Okay? So that's the first guy that I'm bringing on on a party and on a vacation. Now, I guess what we should decide is where's the vacation at? I'm feeling beach vacation, okay? It's either beach vacation or Vegas cuz Vegas with Snoop Dogg would have to be a party. Ooh. Me, Snoop Dogg, going to the PBR World Finals. If you don't know what the PBR is, it's professional bull riding. And I guarantee watching PBR with Snoop Dogg high would be pretty dang cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking Snoop Dogg. Number two, you have to bring somebody who's going to be able to like have fun but also be kind of the serious one, kind of who's on my side with things. 
So the second guy I'm bringing is Rob Lowe. And I wouldn't have done this until yesterday after I listened to his podcast, but I'm bringing Rob Lowe. I'm bringing me and Rob Lowe because we're going to be both the serious ones. Rob's not going to drink. That means I don't got to drink. Maybe me, him, and Snoop will start doing some stuff, you know, like as far as like partying, going to Vegas, like whatever, okay? I want Rob Lowe there. He's going to kind of be serious. He's kind of a badass. He's going to be cool. He's going to be calm. He's going to be collected. He's going to be the guy that gets us into fancy bars and all that kind of stuff, okay? So I'm bringing Rob Lowe. So I got Snoop and I got Rob Lowe. Third person I am bringing. Third person. This is a hard one because I really don't know. Like if I could take anybody, I don't know. There's so many people I would think about bringing. You've got to bring a comedian, right? You've got to bring somebody who's like super, super funny, kind of brings the party up. I think I'm either bringing Burt Kreischer, who I think is an amazing comedian, and he would be fun, and he would bring party to another level. Because you kind of have to think, if there's four famous people going partying, right, you have to kind of think. So you have to think, okay, Snoop needs somebody he can party with. I got Rob Lowe that I can kind of hang out with. He's going to be chill. He's going to tell stories. He's going to be a deep thinker. I'm bringing Bert. I'm bringing Bert Kreischer. And then Snoop has somebody to party with. So those would be my four. And I officially decided we're going to Vegas, four-day trip to Vegas. We're going to freaking go to the PBR World Finals. We're going to have some fun. That would be the... Three famous people I would bring on a vacation to Vegas to watch professional bull riding. All right. That was so off topic of everything that we've talked about on this podcast, and I love it. The next thing that I want to talk about as an unemployed 20-year-old person sitting here in my basement apartment doing a podcast is, I don't know if you've seen Taylor Swift is doing pretty well right now on her tour. I think she's like making $6 million uh, a concert or something. I, be- I might have, honestly, I might have made that up, but I think that's true. Don't quote me on that. That's probably misinformation for real. But what I know is not misinformation is what Taylor Swift has been play- paying her crew and employees. So the other day I'm on Instagram because what else does a 20-year-old unemployed guy do after he's applied for 27 jobs on Indeed? He starts scrolling on Instagram, and I start going into rabbit holes, and I'm on X and Twitter. I'm on all of it, okay? And I see that Taylor Swift has paid $55 million dollars to her crew, to her workers. And I think, wow, first of all, what a baller. Taylor Swift is such a baller. I freaking love Taylor Swift. I might bring Taylor Swift to Vegas. That would be fun. I'm sure Taylor Swift knows how to have fun. I bet Taylor Swift and Snoop would have fun. Yeah, Taylor Swift, Snoop. That'd be fun. That'd be fun if Bert couldn't go. If Big Bert couldn't go with us, I'm definitely bringing Tay-Tay. Okay? I'm definitely bringing Tay-Tay. She'd be fun. Okay, but back onto the point. She has paid $55 million to her crew. So the first thing your head goes to is like, wow, that's a lot of money. The thing that my head goes to is, hey, Tay, Tay, this is my message out there to Taylor Swift. Taylor, if you need somebody to come on your tour who, you know, I guess can't read word for word and you want a little excitement and I talk a little fast. If you need somebody like that, let me know, okay? You don't got to pay me $55 million. You don't got to pay me 100000 Pay me thirty grand. 
pay me 20 grand, pay me 30 grand, pay for my travel, and we'll call it a deal. Okay? That's, that's all you need to do. Okay? That's, a, that's exactly where my head went as soon as I saw that post is, oh, Taylor Swift is paying $55 million. She doesn't realize that there's a bunch of people like me who are living in basement apartments that would work for $20,000 a year. Okay? I'll do whatever I need to do. I'll mop the stage. I'll carry the bags. I'll, I'll go take piano lessons right now. Maybe by the time you see this, maybe I'll be a pianist that I can play. I'll do what I'll be security. I'll go get shredded. I'll go get shredded to be a security guard. I would do that. I would do that. And I bet you're paying security guards a lot. Okay? Depending what you need me to do, like I'll do whatever, but just know, Taylor Swift, you're paying these people $55 million. I am unemployed. I will do it for 20000 I will do whatever it takes. So that is interesting. But on a serious note, what Taylor Swift is doing is amazing. She's absolutely crushing it. She's a baller right now. She is a baller right now. She's balling so hard right now that the freaking Biden administration came out with an, I don't know if everybody saw this, with an economic, like a forum type deal or an economic statement. I don't know, whatever it is. And they literally said that Taylor Swift is the only thing holding the economy together. That's when you know you're balling out of control. You know you're balling out of control when Mr. Joe, Joseph Biden gets up on a podium and he's like, hey, the only thing holding us together. The only thing. I, I got to think if I can even do a Biden. I don't think I can do a Biden impression. wonder what I'd do. It'd be like, Taylor Swifty is the only thing holding our economy together. Uh, thank goodness for her. That was more like Bernie Sanders. That was a horrible Joe Biden impression. That was awful. <laughs> that was bad. I probably shouldn't make fun of it. I'll probably definitely get taken off YouTube. I hope not. So that's really the episode. That's all I had to talk about. So recap of the episode. Number one, don't be a fat idiot IT loser. Okay, there's a lot of great IT people out there. There's a lot of great fat IT people out there, I'm sure. Okay, but just don't be a loser. The important part is don't be a loser who wears a flat brim hat when you, you know, so sorry. I'm being so mean. This is ruthless right now. This this is so much fun. I was on the phone with my, honestly, this is a therapy session for me and this might be chaotic and I'm probably a little bit psycho. Okay? But but just don't be a loser. That's the number one thing, okay? I will update you tomorrow on how my other job interviews go. I have two of them. We also talked about the three people I would bring on a vacation. I would bring Snoop Dogg. I would bring Rob Lowe. And then I'm either bringing Taylor Swift or Burt Kreischer. Those are the three I'm bringing to Vegas to watch bull riding. I think that would be fun. And the third thing I talked about is Taylor Swift paying $55 million to our workers when there are unemployed kids everywhere around the world right now. Unemployed people, not just kids, by the way. I'm not even a kid anymore. Okay? But there's unemployed people. They'll do it for cheaper. Right? I'll do it for cheaper as long as you're not a loser as long as it's not so boring you want to literally honestly just don't be boring don't be a loser keep having fun keep working your job be grateful for that job okay and i'll keep doing this podcast thank you for watching the episode and everybody have a amazing is it
It's Thursday, right? Have an amazing Thursday. Have an amazing, an amazing Thursday. Thanks, everybody, for watching, and I will see you tomorrow for another podcast episode.